Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. People, we are Tottenham TV back here for another Tottenham update. Have a look at the last 24 hours of Tottenham news. And we're going to start off with a new name. Well, should I say a new name? It's an old name, but a new name uh, to the potential transfer list. And he goes by the name of Kyle Walker-Peters, as Give Me Sports say that Tottenham could target former right-back Kyle Walker-Peters during the summer transfer window. Southampton 
will have a decision to make as his contract is expiring next year. However, Spurs do have a buyback clause. Um, mm, I wonder how much the buyback clause is. Yeah, I can't imagine it being that much. I think I remember it being around 20, 30 million. Was it that between much? Between 20 and I 30 million. Like between 15 and 20, maybe. Maybe. Um, I thought it was around... Because we sold him. Well, then again, yeah, we sold him for 12, didn't we? Yeah. Because it was a deal with uh, with Hoybier going the other way. But it was two separate deals. Um Look, I don't see it happening as much as... <laughs> you sure? Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe under a different manager, to be honest. I actually think he's a good player. And I actually think he's better than a championship player. I do think he's a Premier League player. And I do think he has his uses because he's actually pretty good at right back and left back as well. He can play kind of both wings. But I kind of see him as a bit of a wing back rather than someone who can maybe do the inverted but role. He's, but He's I, not a Champions League player, though, is he? I don't he? think he's a Champions League player. Um, obviously if we were interested it would be back up full back to kind of play both roles I actually do see him as a bit of a technical player I think he's actually got quite decent close control I actually think I don't think he's I think he's um, one of those players who's uh, quite good at like um like different, like a lot better on the ball than someone like Emerson is essentially what I'm trying to say. Like he, he can kind of keep the ball. He can, he's like quite good at like um, when you're making the pitch small, like passing and moving kind of thing. Uh, obviously he's quick, um, but is he at the required level that we need like playing Champions League football, hopefully Champions League football next season, uh, uh, like on a rotation basis? I do have my question marks on that. I do think he's an underrated player. I'm surprised no one came in for him when they went when they, when they got relegated. To be honest, because I do think he could do a job at a lot of Premier League teams. Uh, Kyle Walker Peters. I kind of see him of the level of like a mid-table Premier League team at best. I don't think he would go above that, like Champions League, Europa League kind of challenging team. And I think when you're looking at Kyle Walker Peters. How old is he now? He's actually he's twenty six now. You know not, what I mean? Not the youngster that. Uh, yeah, used he's to not be. that youngster anymore. <laughs> so I'd prefer, like, if we're going to go for a right back, to go for one like an up and coming young right back that can challenge Pedro Porro to that spot. Because if you're looking at the differences between Carl Walker Peters and Pedro Porro, there is a clear drop off there, like a clear. I want someone where the gap isn't so big. Yeah, of course. So that's obviously that's obviously the goal. Uh, I agree with you. He's probably like a mid table Premier League player, uh, but that's why I mean he's underrated because I thought a Premier League team would have picked him up and they didn't he's had a good year in the championship yeah so and far. he's been great he's been great yeah. for Southampton I think he's too good for the championship and I thought he was good, good in the Premier League for them to be honest so I'm surprised but yeah I think the only thing is just it's just Daniel Levy isn't it he just <laughs> loves it can he can he uh, resist the temptation of a cheap deal come bring him back I don't know I think he can <laughs> resist this deal because I think even Daniel Levy will know there's probably not going to be too much sell-on value there yeah you're probably right yeah, depends how much the buyback clause is, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, no, but even if even even if it is like let's say fifteen million, it's not going to be fifteen because we sold him for around similar price. We to sold that. him I for twelve. Be, but if it's a buyback, it might be. I reckon. Like I reckon it's in excess of twenty. Mm. I don't think it's going to be below twenty million. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for twenty. No, exactly. Um, so that's the Carl Walker Peter story. Not the greatest source in the world, so uh, I wouldn't uh, read too much into it. But let's talk about Pedro Neto once again. As David Ornstein said today, that Wolves want around eighty million pounds for Pedro Neto this summer. Eighty million does seem very steep uh, for a player who hasn't played too much football over the past couple of years. We've seen what quality that he do has, does has. Um, absolutely unbelievable football player. But I've mentioned it time and time again. The injury problems do worry me, especially for something like eighty million pounds. Yeah, I don't think. Uh we would 
they'll sign him for 80. I think if, if they're going to be stubborn on that price, I don't think Sagoa. I don't think it, they will be stubborn on that price. I think that's just a negotiating tactic. Obviously, you always start with the highest price. You always try and get as much money as possible. I do think it's more of a bargaining technique to put that kind of price out there. I think at the beginning... I think maybe, like, for example, the Richarlison deal, like, there was a time where Everton wanted that, that kind of fee and then we could bargain down. I think 60 million would be a bit more of a realistic fee. It's still obviously a big uh, a risk with the, uh, you know, as you said, the injuries and whatever, but 60 million is more realistic. I, I don't think anyone pushes the button on 80 billion, to be honest. Mm. I think that's a bit too high. Although, you know, Madrid and these kind of players went for 100, but I, I, maybe even since then the landscape's changed a bit. Maybe Peter, considering how these big deals apart from like Declan Rice, these massive deals have tended to not go well, to be honest. I think, and also with FFP and everything, teams are more wary of splashing that kind of money on one player. And I know Tottenham's policy is usually not to spend that amount of money on a singular player, especially because, you know, what, you know who knows what can happen. You can sign him for big money and he can have a massive injury and all of a sudden that money's wasted. So um, I don't think 80 million to go, but I also don't think they, I don't think if, if they're struggling with FFP come the summer and no one's going in for 80 million, I do see that price dropping. Yeah. And also, like you said, it very much depends on how much teams like Arsenal and Liverpool could stretch to. You know, you saw mm. Arsenal spend 100 million on Declan Rice. And if they really want Pedro Neto, I'm sure um, that they could stretch for that much if they really wanted him. Dep yeah, it depends if they can sell because I know they also, they're, they're not in you know, an amazing position, not as good a position as us, basically, mm. when it comes to FFP at the moment. They are looking to get players out the door in the summer. So mm -hmm. I guess it depends how that goes as well with the likes of Thomas Partey and El Neni and these kind of players. Mm. Um, let's talk about Pedro Porro now as he put a video on Instagram of him doing training routines saying that he's, um, you know, on his way back and someone commented on his post saying, how long Porro, not sure whether to transfer you out my FPL team. And he commented straight back saying, don't sell me with a laughing emoji and a strong arm bicep emoji. Uh, we'll bring up the, um, the Instagram message in a second, but I guess that, does that tell you uh, he's going to be back pretty soon? Yeah, I hope so. I think the indications were that um, he should... I think Andy even said in his press conference that he hopes that, you know, Poro will be back just after this game. Hopefully this will be the only game he misses. So that will be really great to have him back. We saw... Look, I understand there's a lot of criticisms of Emerson. I kind of feel for Emerson because he's only had one game of right back this season. So, so to be thrown in, especially a game against Wolves where, you know, you, have, you need to be very good on the ball to, you know, really help break them down. He's just not that. But he's been very, very rusty. So I understand why he came in, in for a lot of criticism. But we know how much better Pedro Porro is, especially for how what we want to do and his quality on the ball. So it'd be so vital to have him back. And I think that is a good indication that he, Pedro, believes he's going to be back anyway. Yeah, the reality with Emerson is, is that he's just not suited to what we want to do here. Mm. That's the reality. As much as he's a good um, influence around the dressing room, he's a good character to have, he's got a good mentality about him. I think probably the best course of action is to look to sell him this summer. I really mm -hmm. believe that. Yeah. I, I said that in, I said that last summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about these comments from Hugo Lloris. He did an interview with Sky Sports on the eve of the uh, MLS season. Obviously, he's signed for Los Angeles FC and he's been talking a lot about Tottenham. And I've picked out a couple of the quotes. So let's go through them. And uh, the first one 
is on the discussion he had with Daniel Levy. And he said, I had a discussion with Daniel Levy at the end of last season. I could feel it was the end of a generation and the club needed to go in a new direction with freshness and a new and young players and with a different football approach. And it's working really well at the moment. And I'm glad for the club. Um, and I think today being a Spurs fan is becoming really exciting. They are playing amazing football. Ange has made a huge impact in a short time. We all want to see what the limit of this team. Success cannot be built in a few months or a year, and they are going in the right direction, especially after the last few seasons. We had some ups and downs, but um, we were not playing the football the fans expected. And right now the football is back. So let's see where it's going to bring the club. And then last of all, he's talking about the impact Andrew's made. And he says, even if I wasn't involved in the last six months at Spurs, I was really interesting to see the Ange Postacoglu approach of football, to be part of the meetings, every training session, to understand his demands. I'm really surprised that he, um, the way he has impacted the style of football at Spurs and he can only become better with time. So high mm. words there from Hugo. Yeah, and it's interesting to see that even a player who's on the periphery, I know he was uh, obviously a captain, big influence around the club and obviously Ange didn't use him. Um, even though he was in the squad, he didn't, uh, in, in the regist registered squad, he, uh, he didn't use him at all because... Uh, he, you know, he, we went forward on the belief that he was going to leave. It's great that he was involved in those meetings. He was able to see the impact on Ange and that Ange was really good with him. And he looked, the fact that he speaks so highly of him, even though he literally was, you know, not in any match day squad for six months, goes to show how Ange is in terms of man management and keeping people on side. And that's really, really positive. And I think he's absolutely right when it comes to, we can all can see the football that we're trying to play under Ange. And it's much better uh, for Spurs and the fans compared to what we were seeing beforehand. And even Hugo, you know, being the captain of the club can realise that. So it it was obviously hard to see how he dropped off and all that kind of stuff. Um last season those mistakes crept in but i was so happy to get that goodbye you know in january and uh look hopefully he has a good time out in america yeah and he was talking about that goodbye as well and he was saying how emotional it is and he was saying that he's a guy that used to like used likes to keep his emotions in check and he doesn't show much emotion but he was welling up um in that moment and he found it really emotional which was um you know great to see him get that send-off because that when that Shakhtar game came around we <laughs> thought we weren't ever going to see him again and uh we thought he should have got a moment in that game where we should have said goodbye to the fans and we were all kind of like upset about it but it was good that he did uh come on I think it was the Bournemouth game at mm -hmm. halftime where he got that really good reception really um good to see and say goodbye to him um he also said in the interview that he's going to be a Spurs member for life. So I was thinking, well, are you paying that £15 uh, one hotspur membership fee? Yeah, Levy ain't giving him any free tickets, that's for sure. You've got to pay your membership. Get in the queue with everyone else. <laughs> um, let's talk about Lucas Bergvall. As Lucas Bergvall is talking on claims that he leveraged Barca's interest in him getting a better salary from Tottenham. And he hit back at that saying, they can write in what they say about, uh, about me, but I know what is right. And that's exactly right. He didn't come here for the big salary. He came here because of the way this football club is going exactly um and he knows he knows the direction we're going He's, he knows it's better for his career right now to be at tottenham i don't know if you saw as well he did the, he was doing this um i don't know he did some youtube video i think for some swedish account and they were doing um a, compa a player comparison like you'd start with a player and then uh, on they'll do a versus and like they'll like scramble for other players and the first player they come up with son and he literally just kept picking Son. Like, Bappe came up and all these players, he just kept picking Son until one player came up and it was Latan. He was like, Prime's Latan? He was like, oh, I have to go with Latan. <laughs> because he's Swedish, you know, the Swedish one was really funny. But uh, he said Son better than Mbappe. So big up to Bergwell. All right. He's, he's fully coys already. Exactly. Um, another, another point 
on on that kind of similar topic. I don't know if you saw, but Basuma did one of these Instagram uh, things yesterday. You know, when you've got um, a list of random 10, football yeah, team, blind, random blind football ranking, blind ranking. That was it. And Thomas Party was the first player to come out, and he straight away put him in ten <laughs> yeah. without any questions asked. I love no that. hesitation. I love. But it. he did put Thierry Henry in second. All right, we'll let you off. One. <laughs> um, and last but not least, there's some quotes from Radu Dragusin's agent, Florin Manea, and um, talking about the lack of game time that Radu has had so far at Tottenham. And he says, you have nothing to worry about. It's normal. After a defeat to Wolves, I hope he'll get his chance. He couldn't have uh, knocked them all out of the team straight away. Romero is a world champion. Van der Ven is playing well. He works hard in training. It was noticed by the manager and his teammates. He's training well. He'll play enough before the Euros not to to be out of rhythm which I thought is an interesting comment because how's he going to play enough between, before the Euros I mean there's not that much football left to be played Van, how are you going to knock Van de Ven and Romero out of the team unless we you know keep defending as we are maybe we need to <laughs> change for some reason but look maybe there's opportunities to start with a back three and completely change the formation maybe something needs to change because we are very open at the moment and um, maybe it's a consequence of just the dynamics of the team aren't um, fully gelling as injuries have been coming back and all these kind of things. So maybe with time, we're going to get back to that. Or sometimes you're just... I'm not saying we're in a massive rut because I don't think we've been that bad but obviously we're not our free frame best we all can, we all can see that we're not been playing that well for the last um you know few few weeks at least so maybe sometimes when that's happening just a little change of formation a change of dynamic can just um sh uh, freshen things up a bit and maybe bring Dragusin into that fold might might do that bring him to a back three and maybe that's where he sees the game time what's interesting is when he says um they had a defeat to Wolves, so maybe he'll get his chance so i don't know if like uh He's kind of putting a tiny bit of pressure on Ange, saying, look, they lost, so you better put Dragosin in now because, you know, they they conceded two goals. And if they're not keeping clean sheets, why should, why should the defenders keep their place? You know, bring in, bring in Radu. Maybe, maybe he's kind of subtly saying that. I think but, it's more wishful thinking, Yeah, to be probably. Um, but I do wonder if he's kind of try, trying to put that out there. Um, I hope he gets some game time. But yeah, I, I agree. If we're going to continue in the current formation, um, it's going to be very difficult because obviously Romero being a vice-captain, uh, and also, I don't think he's playing badly. So, are he, is he ever going to take him out? No. Van der Ven is playing really well. So, you're never going to take him out. So, as long as we're playing two centre backs, um, it is going to be very difficult for Dragunjian to get regular game time. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. And, you know, he's come here. And just before he moved to us, we had all these injury problems and suspensions yeah. at the back. And as soon as he's come, everyone's back. I know. I feel so, bad it, is, it is a bit unfortunate for him. Definitely next season, we know with, with European football, he'll definitely be getting regular games. Uh, in the Premier League as well, I reckon. But right now, with 13 games left, there's not that many games. So unless there's an injury or unless uh, Ange wants to change formation, yeah, I expect some more bench time for him. Yeah. All right, well, that is your Tottenham update for today. Let me know in the comments section below your thoughts regarding all these news stories that we've brought to you today. Would you like to see Carl Walker-Peters back at the club? Let me know in the comment section below. Like, subscribe and comment. And as always, Carl. comment. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.